So without further ado, we'll call on stage General Tolu Ojo to bring up the facilitators for today. Hallelujah. Is she around? Okay. By the way, I'm handling one of them, so that's why I'm already sitting. It's not because I'm tired. Yeah. Yes. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, church. Uh, it's a real greeting. Though. It deserves a real response, actually. So good morning, everyone. Good morning, church. Okay, better. Just checking. All right, so I have an incredible honor this morning to introduce our panelists. Um, I'll try to make it as quick as possible. Many of these people are very well accomplished. Forgive my voice. We had a bit too much fun yesterday um, at our cross-base hangout. So my voice has not woken up, unfortunately. All right, so first up, I'll call someone who's become a dear friend, um, Mrs. Izzy Ekwe. She... You will never know from interacting with this woman that she's a trained lawyer, a bachelor of law, de law degree, but also very passionate about early years education. She started that career in the UK and has now been doing it for over 15 years. Please welcome Mrs. Izzy Ekwe. You know, show yourself. I wonder who come up stage. <laughs> awesome. Now, the next person I will call up is someone I will personally like to meet with afterwards. You'll understand why. Her name is Miss Joanne Aziken. She's an entrepreneur who runs a lending firm and has been doing it for quite a while. She's a banker with 14 years of experience. Where is she? There she comes. It's not easy to be in the money lending area in this country. These are the people that are moving things. Awesome. She was a banker for 14 years before starting her own firm. Um, and she currently serves as a financial consultant to many multinational dollar companies in Nigeria. Please put your hands together again. Now, one of the things I love about DCC is how people can be so powerful and yet, if you don't know, you will not know. If you've met this woman, you will have no idea who she is. So please welcome with me, Honorable Kate Omolola Banjoko. Sure you see what I'm saying? Sure you see her? You see her? You see? See her in t-shirt and jeans? You see? Now, apart from being an incredible parent of two amazing young boys, um, Mrs. Um, Kate Banjoko represented the Eko Akete Award A1 here in Amu Ward from 2011 to 2014 under the APC as a counselor. She's also done... She's also done what many of us are not bold to do. She's continued to run for office twice now, 2015 and 2017. And she's currently in the School of Politics and Policy and Governance, making sure that she has the knowledge to back up the work she wants to do. Now, the next person I'll call up is very special to me because his teaching is part of the reason why my marriage is working. So please welcome Minister Ademola Adetutu. They are clapping for my counselor like that. I know who you are. 
So for those of us who come to church regularly, you would have been blessed by his Wednesday message um, a few weeks ago. How many people were blessed by that message? So down to earth, so DCC style. He's a trained marriage counselor and he's the head of our marriage committee, but he's also a trained operations management professional here in Nigeria. Please put your hands together for Minister Adetutu. Now, this particular woman, I have a lot of respect for. Again, powerful people just mingling within us. You don't know. Please welcome Mrs. Temis Okwebolade Akimbode. Keep clapping. She's a celebrity, oh, clap, oh, so that she will say she knows you. All right, she's one of two creative directors of Writers Inc. We know who the second one is, Abby. If you don't know, we'll check your DCC badge. Okay, um, they've directed many, directed and written many notable works here in Nigeria. When Love Happens, Mama Drama, Namaste Wahala, the list goes on, right? She's also an author and the director of many of the things we're starting to enjoy that are coming right out of our own crucible here in DCC, including 12 seasons and PK's incredible life story. Please welcome Mrs. Akimbori. Now, the last man on my list really needs no introduction, but I will do it for the sake of it. Please put your hands together for our very own Pastor Oluwalifa Ebi. Now, he's been born again for longer than many of you have been alive. So when you see him, he's with two legs, a carousel. Okay? Um, but in addition, he runs a creative agency that services... Which one doesn't like me? <laughs> okay, just checking. All right, so another powerhouse here in DCC. He runs a creative agency that services many multinationals here in Nigeria and has been in ministry um, for almost as long as he's been born again. Please put your hands again together for Pastor Lohan. Is my mouth this big? Do I really need two microphones? They are trying to tell me that I talk too much. Don't worry, I will keep quiet now. Awesome. So, thank you very much for making the time to join us. Let's make sure we have modesty in place. It's important. We're on live television. I have to behave myself. Okay, yes, I was behaving myself. So, please remember we have a Slido app. Where's the link? Okay, they'll put it up shortly. Don't worry. Um, but while we're waiting for Slido to come up, once it comes up, there we go. Okay, so all of us will type it in together. So make sure your phone is on silent, but you are going to use the phone. Okay? And then open your browser. Some of you now use Chrome. Some of you are still in the olden days. It's okay. But I'm sure it will work. All right? SLI.do. We together. Okay? And what is our code? KC4A. All right? Awesome. So please go on there and put in your questions. I'll give you a, a secret about Silido. You can actually upvote questions, right? So if there's a question on there that you're like, I really want to see this, I want to hear this question responded to, you can upvote that question. All right, so please go on to Silido and let the questions start pouring in. While we're waiting for your questions, um, we've been talking about the seven mountains in church um, for a while now, but I suspect that there are a number of us in the audience who don't quite know where they fall. 
it's a case of seven mountains, okay, I'm familiar with seven of them, but where exactly do I sit? So I want to make sure that we're all on the same page, right? And at least you're thinking about where it is that you likely will fall. So my first question actually goes to Pastor Wally. Um, and he said, how do I know where I'm supposed to function? All right. Um, so like I said, said earlier, um, if you've ever had a question, if you've, ever, if you've ever had a concern, if you've ever had a nudging in your heart, usually the pointer to what you're supposed to be doing in life is the things that you are aware of. Let me explain. Um, somebody might drive through Lagos and not be overtly concerned about how dirty it is. But somebody else will be driving and cannot stand the dirt on the road. It might actually be a pointer to the fact that you're supposed to do something about it. Did you get that? So if you've ever felt a pain, probably even be... I mean, everybody feels... We're in Nigeria. We, yeah. But if you've ever felt a need or a not like, like a hopelessness or a helplessness, let me say as to a particular situation, it might just be that you are called to do something about it. So, for instance, in governance, uh, politics, for instance, if you've, if you've ever felt like you, 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 you are so angry with the system, just because, and that's pretty much everybody here. <laughs> Amen. Um, but usually, some of the things that you are very concerned about are a pointer to the things that you are supposed to solve while you are here on earth. So, that should also point you all right. Um, yes, it is. It's possible for you to join more than um, it, that. I'm talking in terms of joining, moving forward now. Um, you, can be, you can be passionate about politics and education. Yes. Um, but we also need you not just to be, um, to not just to join the team, but also to be passionate enough to be actively involved. Because, like I said, moving forward, we'll probably will be thinking strategy projects, um, ways to get into the system, into the existence. We are going to be infiltrating. What we are doing here, sheesh, God help us, it is going to change the course of this nation. Amen. So we will need full involvement. So yes, you can join as many as you would like, but I would like you to be as active all the ones you join. That is more key than you just being a member, or a floor member an inactive member, right? Thank you very much, sir. Okay, so let's get right into it. Councillor Kate, you know now. So, there's a word used very often with politics. It's the word dirty. That politics is considered a dirty game. How does one play in the political sphere without getting their hands dirty? Good morning, everybody. Can you hear me? Yes. Wow. It's an amazing thing to be on this stage. Let me just first say it. But anyway, um, people say that politics is dirty. It is. It is very dirty. But if you have a bottle of Coca-Cola, I mean, permit the advert, and it's a, the content is what? It's, what? it's like dirty, dark brown, right? But put it under um, a, run, a, bot, a running tap consistently. What happens to it? It eventually becomes the water, and it becomes very clear. And um, 
Even Jesus, even our Jesus, was a politician. People don't understand that if you can sit and have 5,000 people listen to you, you are a politician. You are interacting with people. That is what politics is. Interacting with people, changing people's mindset, making things better. That is what it is. But if Jesus has sat back and said, ah, no, I don't, I can't do this, so five thousand, eh, Mike, trust me, even amongst those 5,000 people, there were people who said to him, what is it? Why must he be the only one, even in that 5,000, despite the fact that he fed them? Isaiah tells us that the government of the world was on his shoulders, on his shoulders, meaning that we are supposed to be in it. And why are we supposed to be in it? To shape public um, policies. Those policies that if the government does not say that you are alive, trust me, you are not alive by giving you a birth certificate. If the government does not say that you are dead, you are not dead because you don't have a death certificate. So from cradle to grave, it is government, it is policies that shape everything that we do. So trust, I mean, the question is, should we not be part of the policies that are made for ourselves? Should we not? So why do we sit back and say that, no, it's dirty? It will be dirty, but the moment we go in en masse, we will clean it up. Thank you. Now, you forgive me for a follow-up question to you, Ma, and it's coming from the audience. What motivated you personally to get into politics? Can I stand up, please? Okay. This sitting down is not doing it for me. Okay, so... On a particular day, it rained very heavily. I was at home. I didn't go to work. It rained very heavily. This whole place was flooded. And I was, um, I was in my sitting room. I just laid down, put my leg up. I was just enjoying. And... I heard people on the corridor talking about the rain, the government, the um, counselor, the this, the that. They were just complaining. And I heard the Spirit of God tell me, go and join them. I said, what? Me that I like my space. I said, go and join them. I, I mean, well, before that, I had been praying that, God, what is the next step? What do I need to do? What do I need to do? I said, go and join them. So I went to join them. And um, lo and behold, they were talking. Oh, the counselor there is about to go. That. I said, eh, but I can do it now. I didn't even believe I said it myself because that was not supposed to be me. I said, I can do it now. And, and the there was a lady there that said, okay, I'll take you there. And that was how I was never a part of a political party until that time. That was because I heard it. I heard it clearly. And my mantra is, if you cannot be the change you want to see, do not think that is going wrong. You have to be... Thank you, Ma. So we'll pivot to economy because this is another space that is often referred to as dirty. People look at many of the high-flying businessmen and women in Nigeria and there's some weird story. How do you make it big in business in Nigeria and keep your hands clean? Good morning. Can you hear me? Okay. Um, that's uh, something that I trying to keep your fingers clean in Nigeria most especially is something that I personally battle with every day in the business now what do we do 
as Christians. My own motto is, if it doesn't feel right in my spirit, I don't go for it. Now, another thing that I want us to come to realize as Christians is, there are times that God places you in a position where you can actually make a change. So he's not putting you there for you to say, oh, how do I uh, play along and make money? The Bible says that, you know, even the lilies of the ground, the God clothed them so beautifully, and they last for what? A day or two. Not to talk of us. So if God has said we should not care about the materialistic things of this world, who are we to be so desperate as to put our hands into dirty things? God brings out things. When uh, uh, there was a case study of uh, a prophet that went to Peru that we read about, and you know, Peru used to be a company, a country that used to, you know, uh, that was really poverty ridden. And then this prophet went there, spoke to the um, the mayor of the con- of the country at that time, and you know, he was skeptical because the, the mayor wasn't a Christian, so he didn't even know how to go ahead and say, "Oh, this is what God is prophesying." For you, because when God wants to do something good, sometimes it brings it through the way of prophecy. So he went and spoke to the mayor and said, Peru is going to come out of this poverty, and you're going to discover minerals and natural resources that will bring the country out of poverty. He was surprised when the man said, Can you pray with my wife? He was expecting rejection. Do you know why he said, can you pray with my wife? The minute he laid his hand on the mayor to talk to him, the mayor had been suffering from migraine, and then he got healed instantly after the prophet touched him. And that's already, you know, God has done the work. So there are times you feel, oh, I'm going into this business. How do I play along? No, they are waiting for that change, but you don't know it. They are waiting for that change, and it's going to come through you. So please, let's keep an open mind. He prayed with the mayor. They didn't, he prayed with the wife. The wife, the wife too had some nervous uh, disease that she was battling with, and she was healed instantly. So they noted him as someone very important to their country, gave him a plaque of honor, and even gave him the key. You know, abroad, if they want to honor you, they give you the key to the city. Give him the key to the city, and all the prophecy he, he gave came to pass within 18 months. So please, let's always, at all times, keep our hands clean. God has sent you there. He will do the work ahead of you. So it's just for you to go and do what you need to do. Follow his will. Thank you. That's amazing. That is very amazing. So there's a question that has risen very quickly to the top, and it's for you. So the question is, how have you handled being profitable in a, as a writer in a space that is very contaminated with values that contradict the kingdom? Okay. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. So um, it's basically what Councillor Kate and um, John has said. Um, in a... The entertainment industry, yes, can be funny and there are different, you know, things that we see online, it's social media, Instagram and all of that. But one of the things, and I'm, and I'm not telling you this as a, oh, this is what Topa is expected to say. I'm telling you this as, this is what I live by, this is what I do on a day-to-day basis. And anyone who has worked personally with me can testify to that. There is nowhere that DJ and I go to that they don't know that we are Jesus girls. 
you will know. If you don't know, we will make you know that we are Jesus girls. We will let you know. So you already know that these two girls, they are Jesus girls. They are church girls. And it's okay to be branded that. It's okay. It's okay to be branded that. So when you are coming, first of all, you know that just because we have made that known, you know that there are, you just know that there are just some things that you will not even try to come and tell us. There are certain things that you will not propose to us because you already know. Because we live it, we speak it, we act it. You already know that. You know go pass. No chance. You already know that. So, Tuluk, could you please repeat the question again? Let me just, you know, I, I wanted to address that part. Yeah, so you've, you've addressed the first half of it. The second half, I think, is how do you make profit? Okay, fantastic. So how do we make profit? To be honest, really, um, our journey into the industry, every time we say, because not everybody's journey is going to be that way, but our journey into the industry has been purely by grace. I'm not even going to come and tell you or, you know, give you five steps or anything of the sort. Yes, we do the work. So one of the things that we use or that is our watchword is excellence. Excellence, creativity, um, keeping to our word. When you do those things, people in the industry, people will give you work either because they like you or because you're really good or they see you. Those are the three things that people... So it's either you attend all the industry events and they are seeing you consistently. So, okay, this is the person that is available. They will give you work. And, of course, you will make money. It's either they like you. Ah, this person is my person. I like you. Okay, I will give you work. Or it's either you are really, really good. I cannot guarantee. I, I think there was a day teacher and I were talking and then she said to me, you know that people don't really like us, Abby? And I was shocked because I thought that I was a likable person. So I was like, eh, people don't like us. She said, look at you. You don't know that people don't like us. I said, eh, okay, they don't like us. We don't really attend industry events, to be honest. We try now. We try now. We've started trying. But when it comes to delivering good work, they will come. Because they know that if I give my work to Dichie and Tokwe, they will do an excellent job, which is one of our core values in DCC. So, yes. So, when they know that they are going to do it, so how do we make profit? It's just, since we got in, the phone call stopped. The phone call have never stopped. We are the ones that say we are not doing. We don't have time. We are not. So, if you walk by God's principles, and you are diligent in what you are doing, and you live by the principles of God, you can't take that away, because you are first a spirit being. You are first a Christian. If you do that, you will make profit. You will make profit. It might not be, it might not be, we've been running Writers Inc. for seven years, be eight years in January. And yes, I cannot say that, oh, I'm Omo Babalo. Like, you know what I mean, right? I'm not saying Davido yet, or what have you, but. The, we, we've, not, we've not closed down co- co- the company. We've not shut down. We're doing projects that are bigger than us. We did Mama Drama. When we did Mama Drama, 
we did not have, I don't know what we had in our accounts when we, when we started off on that project. That project, I don't know if I should say this, DJ, wherever, DJ is on the island, but that project. <laughs> okay, so maybe I shouldn't say. But that project was millions. Millions. We did, when we started off, we started off thinking we wanted to do a TV film. Oh, let's just put it on Africa Magic. Let it just be one small thing. But we went to the cinemas. COVID happened. Many things happened. But Mama Drama is on Netflix now. It's really doing well. We've, yes, you can clap. You can appreciate God. Mama Drama is on Netflix now. There are people who have been in the industry for years that have not done the things that we have done. And I can say that categorically. There are people that have been in the industry longer than we have been, and they have not gone to the cinema. They've not done a film that, that they've taken it to the cinema. Many people have called us to say, how did you guys do it? How are you doing it? And I'm always like, it's not rocket science. So if you have good fame, just take it to the distributor. They will take it. They want to make money. Yes. To make money. So I think I have answered the question. You have. <laughs> Thank you. So, Minister, so the next question is for you, sir. Uh, and it's a relatively sensitive one. It says, if you have been through a divorce, but you are still passionate about family, how can you cope in that mountain when it seems like you have failed with yours? Okay. Um, like it's a difficult one, like you said, but um, I believe the Holy Spirit will help me. Um, you have been through a divorce, and you... And you want to be in that family mountain, okay? So, um, the mountain, uh, actually, uh, the family mountain has a lot to do from the name, how the family runs, how the society sees the family, okay? So, um, I would say, even if you have failed in the eyes of everybody, um, divorce is not the end. You can get married and do it again. That's one. The other thing is, you can be involved spiritually. A lot of times we may, okay, because I'm not doing it or because I'm not in government, I cannot change things. Okay. The same thing can be with education. And I want to say this to you. Like I said, education is beyond the things aforementioned. The means by which a child is educated is also a means of indoctrination which means education is a means of indoctrination. Now, every business, every school, every establishment has its ethos. Ethos, which means the spiritual implication of a culture. Because every institution has a culture, whether they lay it out for you, whether it's written in a black vision or mission. There's a mission and a vision for every establishment. So it is for education. So, when you want to educate your child, you must remember that as long as I take my child to the four walls of, a, of an institution, whether it be a physical structure or an online structure, there's an ethos, there's a spirit. And my child will catch the spirit. So, you must check the spirit of every institution. It's not enough for your child to be able to read and write. There is a spirit. And that spirit will follow the child. To wherever they go. So when you want to get an education for your child, you must first check. People ask me, oh, my child is going to go to a high-brow school. Mrs., what do you think? Um, he, she, he's going to go here and there. And I laugh. I say, what's your objective for this? 
Is it so that my child can be named in the Hall of Fame for Ivy League schools and come out with a no identity, even though he has a certificate? Is that what you want? That choice is before you. So where do you start, as Tolu has said? First and foremost, I thank God that we're talking to a congregation of Christians. And if you're not born again today, I believe at the end of this panel, you will be born again. So your spiritual status will change. So talking to spiritually minded people, you must first go on your knees to pray. You must pray because your child spends a lot of time in school. And then after prayer, what do you do? You do your research. You ask questions as to do you, what children do you admire? You admire children who, who maybe the way they speak, the way they think, the way they communicate. You can ask such questions. And then when you pray, the thing about prayer is that you open your mind. Don't play with a closed mind. Oh, Father, I thank you because as my child is going to XYZ school, it don't make him, it don't blow. No. Because you have mentioned, you put your choice in. So be open-minded and let God speak to you because you most likely meet people who are either in the system have friends in the system, work in the system, or have children in the system. And then you can ask. And if you think that the means to purchase that education is a bit steep, you can pray. I, I, I make boast to say I have parents who started uh, and the admin, head of admin for Preserve Generation Schools. Um, I make proud to say it. So one of the things we do, yes, you can clap. It's a good place to be. I'm not advertising. God brings our children to us. So... Um, so one of the things, when parents come to me and say, ah, hey, they look at the fees and they think that they cannot afford it. I say, first of all, start. There must first be a willing heart. I said, the, the rest did not part until uh, Moses, and I think it was children of Kishon also, put their feet into the sea, and then he parted. That's how it works. And there's a grace upon certain institutions that when you come into them, affordability may be a problem in the beginning, but you're able to afford them. I have parents who couldn't start off. They were breaking fees, and today, some of them pay for the whole session. That is important. That's how pivotal education is. So don't joke with your child's education. It's beyond getting a degree. There's a spirit behind education. So I know some of you were wondering, is she deliberately leaving, madam? Is it to last? Yes! Like she said, best for last. But I have a follow-up question. Now, for someone who is interested in the business of education, there are multiple elements to it. Setting up a school. There's getting, up, getting involved in policy and governance. There's getting trained as an educator yourself or as an education administrator. Considering the Nigerian landscape right now, where would you say some of the biggest needs are and how do you identify where you should plug in as someone interested in the business of education? Well, like um, Mrs. Banjoko had earlier stated and Pasquale Audela stated, when you have a burden, for, obviously, you should be able to tell by discernment where the burden is heavier. It's like the human body. When you're not well, Sometimes you can tell that my head hurts or my feet hurts. And then by further diagnosis, then other areas can be highlighted. So when you think that you have a burden for education, something must have brought about that burden. Is it the fact that you look at the child and you think that um, the, the English is bastardized? Or is it that you get into an interview and you discover that they ask a child, what is NTA? And it's telling you national uh, 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 tourist uh, attraction. You know, so... What created that burden? Sometimes that burden may be able to answer your question. So if you want to start up a school for because that question is a bit um, 
ambiguous. So is it that to start off a school, so you must go with your burden. So if you feel that, oh, I think that children don't speak well, and I'd like to have a child, that when he comes out of the school, he's able to represent institution and make you proud. Then in at early years, then you may think, okay, because they can't teach you East and West University. When people, as people say, what's university that person? I say, no, somebody doesn't know NTA when he's graduating. It's not in that institution. You will not have known it in primary school and um, 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 secondary school. That way, uh, university is just an icing on the cake. You know, it's when you found your footing, you get there and, you, and it's strengthening that uh, finding. So if that's the case, you look at where the burden is and you look for the uh, the, the, the levels of education that provides and meets that need. So is it early years in terms of primary, uh, nursery and primary education? Is it two years in terms of secondary school that that burden is? Or is it in the high institution? Do you think that there's no value, enough value given in a high institution? What's making people travel abroad to get their children educated at university level? So you must recognize where the burden or where you find the lacuna or where you find the the the... the where that gap is, where that need is, find it and you look for the levels of education that will meet that need. New word, lacuna. Go and Google it out of your dictionary. Pastor Wanley, there's a question here about the intersection of religion and, and social media. So it says, as a believer, how does one influence in religion, seeing that you don't have as many followers on social media? So I guess the person is comparing themselves to Pastor K's current status. How do you become an influencer in, in religion without having a lot of followers on social media? Okay. Um, it's good that you mentioned Pastor K. Uh, first thing, follow Pastor K. Um, yeah. But... Um, I've always had um, an issue with people that are concerned with numbers. Okay, I want that to sink in. Your message was given to you. You have no business about... So Paul planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. If Paul was thinking, um, I only preach to five people, he has missed it. If you are clear about your message, push your message, God will do the PR. So, what I am saying in essence is you are worried about the wrongest thing. Don't worry. It's like somebody starting telling you, coming to you all excited. So, they came to, uh, what is it we do, we do for pastors and ministers coming from outside? And they see DCC and they're like, wow, okay, or whatever. You're, you're in the department and somebody has hyped you so much that you feel that you've been called to ministry. It happens. And at the end of the day, you start your ministry and for the next six, seven years, and I have somebody in mind, you have not broken the 20-member barrier and then you start questioning your calling. That is not your concern. 
If you know you have been called, stay in your calling. Praise God. So I'm speaking like this and I'm trying to talk slow so that you will catch it and you will be free from the pressure that you have given yourself. Nobody cares. So speak your... So this is how it happens. So you start. So we're talking social media. So you start. You're putting it up every day. You see three likes today. You celebrate your three likes. And then tomorrow, one like... And then two weeks later, just because, no, there's no, no like now, you now get to that state of um, despair where you are the one liking your own. <laughs> Somebody is offended already. Don't like your own comments. Don't do it. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Yeah. It's talking to me, it says something. But yes. But this is not psychology. Okay. Now, what happens is this. You go through that wilderness experience and you are faithful. And then you bring out something or you recycle a message and somebody somehow sees it for the first time. And then it goes viral. And then people now start going to your old messages. I'm like, this guy has war though. Where was he all this while? But because you have been discouraged, you have moved on. So you have not given the people the chance to even discover where you are coming from. So you even truncated destiny before you started. Sometimes the messages that, some of the messages that you are going to be preaching are messages that you preached to yourself five years ago when nobody knew you. Those are the things that will now hit today. And they are wondering where you came from. Until they look back and they see that you actually came from. So you see that happens when they, they'll, they'll check your page after you've blown. And then you now start seeing 2,000, 3,000 likes for your first post. That you know that together plus my own like was three. <laughs> and so um, don't give up. Be clear about who called you. And be consistent. Truly, truly, what they say is true. There's never enough time. So I will take permission in advance. We're going to take two more questions. Um, There are questions for everyone here, but we've run out of time. But there are a series of questions about politics, Councillor Kate, and it's about how do I start? Where do I get the money? Can I start my own party? Does it have to be APC or PDP? And, And I think these are questions that will be answered in those groups that we're going to answer. But if you could just touch on it really briefly and then a follow-up question for Madam Joanne. I'm particularly very happy that this question came up um, and it's a very simple thing. Um, there's a, there are people that say something. They say this, follow who know. Follow who know. Now, we have quite a number of political parties in, in Nigeria. Some are just there. That's all they are, political parties with a name, but without action. They're just... But we have two main political parties in Nigeria. And those two main political parties, in quote, people say they have failed us. Fair enough. But where I'm sure seated here, we're about almost 2,000 people seated here. Imagine if 2,000 people in Amu Wadofin say that we are following one person. We're going to do, we're going to join one of those political parties and we're going to put our own person there. 
it will make a huge difference. The, the, the election that happened last, um, the local government chairman election that went past, I'm sure the total number of people that voted in Amuwa Dauphin were not up to 1,500. So imagine if we have 2,000 people saying we're going this direction. That is the power of the numbers. Okay, now, um, how do you start? First, join a political party. Because it is the people who are in those political parties that are churned out to us to vote for. It's not at the point where you go and um, get your voter's card and queue up and uh, uh, vote for somebody. The person you are voting for came through a process. Let us be part of that process by first joining a political party. Now, APC, PDP, and all the others are also... But if you know that these parties have structures, we can infiltrate those structures. We can begin to change those structures by reason of our numbers, by reason of our conviction, because we know that we are going there not for ourselves, but we are going there because we will have a kingdom agenda. We need to change what is going on. And the only way we can do that is to join. I would say it again, join a political party. Go and get your voter's card. It is not enough to sit down and complain and speak on social media. It won't change anything. Do you understand what I'm saying? It will not change anything. We will only continue to shout, cry, make noise, go on social media, announce, oh, this is what they're doing today, laugh about it, and that is all. That is all that is ever going to happen. But let us join the process that turns out the people that lead us. Thank you. All right. So the last question is for you, Madam Joanne. Now, based on the definitions we've had so far, it seems as though economy is limited to finance. But could you please expand on that a little bit? Things like beauty, food, health, where do those things fit? Do they fit into the, the economy mountain and how? Okay. Um... The world economy is very vast. We all know that. For instance, I'll give you an example of uh, what I do as a consultant. We consult with um, the Korea, big Korea companies. We, co we consult with uh, those that do the laptops, IT, and things like that. And what do these guys do? They need a seamless way of doing their businesses. They deal with funds. Those that do beauty also, they do some importation abroad and all that. So you need to consult with these guys on a seamless way of ensuring they do their business. And how do you come in as a Christian? They try to cut corners. And my role is to go there and say, don't cut this corner. See how you will do it. Now, um, if you look at... There's, in economy, there's nowhere... You can't even say there is religion in economy. There's uh, pol politics is also in it. There's a, I say politics because most of these organizations are regulated by you know CBN government and you know all that. So it's it's very vast. It's very vast. So really, I don't know the points that the person. The questions have been about beauty and food and health. Some people are feeling like, where do I fit? in all okay. of these things, right? And from what you said, it's clear that as far as you're doing business and trading with money, you fit into the yes. economy mountain. So yes. please let's put our hands together for our panel. Yes. I think a standing ovation is in order. Huh? So 
We're officially out of time with the panel, but please, I will implore you to join one of the groups. There's so many questions on there that will be better addressed when you are with other people who are in the same mountain with you. Thank you very much for your time. God. Okay. So, um, I know that it feels like the time was very short. And I know that we had a lot of questions. But like I said, today is day one um, for something big, for something massive. So, I hope you heard something that, would, that has triggered you. That, that, I mean, listening to these people, I mean, I could literally listen to them all day. They are passionate about what... I mean, listen to, to uh, Honorable Kate now. You know, I want to go and join a party now. Like, like now, like, just give me a card, you know? Um, but we are taking God into the system. That's the difference. So you are going into a tainted system, and you are taking God into that system. So we are going to be praying this morning. I'd like you to just pray in the spirit if you can. You've heard things here. You've heard people speak with passion about various aspects of the things that control this country. Now it's your turn. It's your turn. You can be as passionate, you can be as involved, and even more. So lift your voice and pray that God will use you to influence the course of this nation. And as you are praying, also be, like, like Miss um, Izzy said, she said, when you are praying, be open-minded. Let's, don't, don't, don't have limited options or don't have a mindset as to what you already want to do. Let God lead you. Let him speak to you. Some people have already been triggered enough to say that I want to join uh, the, the, the government mountain. I want to join the education mountain. I want to join the family mountain. I want to see a change in our educational system. Don't worry about how small you are. Do not worry about how small you are. You're just one person. Yes, but you are going there with the full backing of heaven. We are in the last days, but yes, we are. Things will get worse. Yes, but everything you do, there will always be miracles. Don't be mindful of the, the evil and the darkness in the land. The Bible says that as great as the darkness will be, greater will be your own light. So don't be discouraged. You are one man. But you are going there with God. Till Jesus comes, there will be miracles. You will be a worker of miracles. In those mountains that you have chosen to conquer. That's how it's going to work. So there will be darkness. But you are bringing light. There will be darkness, but you are bringing light.
rebo sotoje ke tala brevasi entele brebos raba ba 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 satali produce satali radisia raba satali radisis if you keep saying why bother why why should we even try why should they will always feed you with the with the nonsense that that ah if if you keep quiet you are complicit if you keep quiet you are complicit you are an accomplice so we are not keeping quiet any longer start to settle it in your mind now start to settle it in your heart now that you are not going to keep quiet any longer you are going to take take a stand for truth you are going to take a stand for justice you are going to take a stand for what is right and god will help you you are going to conquer your own mountain you are going to be that influencer in your own region that changes the course of things like i said till jesus comes there will always be miracles you will be the miracle in your system Ah, Father, we thank you. We thank you because we do not go alone. We thank you because we go backed by your power, backed by your spirit. Ah, like Moses, when we ask, well, who, who, who will I say sent me? That will be our question. We are not going alone. We are conscious that there is somebody sending us. And that person is Yahweh. The I am that I am. So that when we are speaking to Pharaoh, we are speaking by the power of God with signs and wonders backing us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If you see what I see, you'll be celebrating God right now. If you see what I can see right now, you'll be celebrating right now. Ah, Lika Sotala Bravos. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for the things we have heard. We thank you for, no matter how brief the time is, the seed has been sown. I declare in the name of Jesus that the seed finds expression in everyone present here. In the name of Jesus. That in our family, in the government, in entertainment and celebration, in every aspect of life, we will influence to the glory of God. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Wow. Okay.